0: Welcome back.
1: All right. This is uh number five. Cinco de Mayo. It's not May. Oh, well, but it is the fifth one it is the fifth episode. It's it Friday. What are your thoughts on uh, doing one tomorrow on Saturday? I'm in Saturday special. Yeah, we could do a couple Saturday specials. Yeah, but yeah, so this is I guess the normal schedule would just be Monday through Friday. Yeah. So
0: just for about an hour. Somewhere around there.
1: Well, we keep talking about doing an hour, but we could do more than an hour. And if you have time, because I know you had to leave early yesterday.
0: Yeah, no, I'm my schedule's freeing up. Oh, you really? It is.
1: Is it free up like today? You can stay as long as you want today. Or is there? Oh no, wait, exactly. you have to leave and do something else again.
0: I do have something to do after this, but it's not like super urgent. We started early; we got time.
1: We didn't start early. I mean, this is kind of when we wanted to start in the first place. It's just been a crazy week for me handling things, so made yeah, us start a little bit late. But yeah. Just because I only went to one job today, one service. So. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah,
1: it's just the one that we were talking about earlier. Nice. So, Major actually went to
0: my apartment today. Yeah, too. I fucking moved his mattress and box springs. All by yourself. Yeah. I did have, um, who was it? George? George. George helped me move it into the truck. The box springs were a little awkward to carry. He did help me move those, but once I got them here, I just put them on my back and chugged along. It's something you can do,
1: which is kind of where the mattress, if you can center it on your back, you can carry it anywhere. Yeah, like it's just... Like mattresses are physics. heavy, but they're also awkward to carry, which yeah. makes it more difficult. You
0: don't have um, handles on your mattress. Who makes a mattress without handles?
1: And they're expecting at least two people to carry it for sure.
0: That's stupid.
1: And also, it's kind of an old bed. It's still comfy as heck, but it's a kind of old.
0: Is that, one, is that the bed that you had when you were in here? Yeah, when, oh. I, when I
1: lived here. So that was, what... Long time ago. Yeah, about ten years ago, I've had that. <laughs> ten years I've had that bed. You ever flipped it? Yeah, oh yeah, plenty of times. Good for you.
0: Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you might want to also wash the. Uh, oh yeah, all every, of it.
1: Yeah, I mean everything's gonna get washed because it was in the bed of your truck. So.
0: And on the ground and.
1: You dragged on the ground.
0: Well, and when I got to the house, I just slid it. Well, yeah. So.
1: The covers, yeah, everything is gonna get cleaned. Yeah.
0: Okay. So,
1: bare fact. Okay, I'm listening.
0: During hibernation a bear does not Defecate Its body somehow recycles body waste Into protein A process scientists still do not understand Think about alpha
1: I mean Going into hibernation For months And being constipated as hell (laughs) And still finding a way To use your poop To get a pump out of it To get something out of it After your body already said the first time Nope we don't need it (laughs) You can get rid of that, but nope, I'm in hibernation mode.
0: Yeah, we're going to do about 16 double checks. We're going to
1: suck some more nutrients out of that.
0: So, like, in the end, when they finally take that shit... Oh, what I have mean, to
1: say, like, when they wake up from hibernation...
0: That... How would that shit be? It would be an
1: all-day event. <laughs> going somewhere in the woods. Do not mess with that bear. Do you think bears wake up from hibernation all at the same time?
0: Or it is just it... just, like, hits, like, 6 p.m. and all the bears are like... Oh, okay.
1: It's, like, 6 p.m. on, like... March 3rd, they're like, all right, time to get up. And they all get up at the exact same time.
0: That would be cool.
1: Kind of, yeah. That would be kind of cool to like go see like, all right, let's go see the bears waking up from hibernation. <laughs> and you just see all these bears running through the woods.
0: Oh my God. Herding bears. Would you want to herd bears?
1: No, I would not. Okay. In fact, I don't want a whole lot to do with bears in general. I, I mean, I would love to see a
0: bear. I want to touch a bear. You could probably do that. I, I will do that. I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna to touch a bear. Would you be scared? There's a good part of me that would be kind of pooping my pants, but because I mean there was a video of a dude that was like waving his hand in front of a bear's mouth as it was open and like touching its tongue, and this dude like replied to it. It was like a TikTok. The second part was like, Hey, watch out, you can only do this once and he pulled up a nub. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see a bear from a distance. Don't know that I want to touch one, but. Yeah,
0: I want to touch one. Their their fur isn't even soft. Like, it's hard.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to feel that hard fur?
0: Of course. Why? I want to, like, boop its nose. but That would be. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, that would be dangerous. Good luck. Just a little boop, you know? Or maybe it's a, a trained bear that
1: someone had oh somehow domesticated.
0: I mean, you can pre- pretty much make any animal a service animal. I, I'm going to have a service bear. Service bear, yes, it is for emotional support.
1: You should get well, I mean, first of all, they're huge, so you have to get like a pygmy bear or like a rent bear,
0: or I'll just get a king size bed. Just
1: so you give up. the bear the bed, and so he blows out the springs in like a, a week. I mean, Look, bears I'm, weigh so much, I think they weigh a ton.
0: Oh, probably.
1: I mean, it depends on the bear, but yeah, they probably weigh about 2,000 pounds plus. Yeah,
0: I bet polar bears get big,
1: big, big, big. I mean, with all that hair, I mean if you shave them they would weigh a lot less.
0: Yeah. Naked bear.
1: They're still heavy though. <laughs> They're still big big old things. Speaking of social media, I saw something kind of circling around social media it was this idea that um they should do a new Olympics. Look, like we talked about the beer, not the beer Olympics, but the uh, the drunk Olympics. Yeah. Where you just
0: Oh, I know what you're about to say. I saw this
1: too. This is funny. Where you have random people selected in the Olympics, like yeah. a draft.
0: It's just like one day you get a letter and it's you, like, you're selected.
1: You would find out real quick who the the best country is.
0: Yeah, seriously, you would. Because, I mean, everyone's trained athletes. Everyone's been trying to do that their whole life. But
1: you get like a really good representation of the whole of the country when you just have a bunch of random people selected. Yeah, the Olympic draft. The Olympic draft. Either you go to war or you go to the Olympics. You pick.
0: <laughs> wow. Interesting world, You have to serve your, your be- country somehow. Yeah. Represent. Would you go? To the Olympics? Yeah, what would you do? Ooh. Um, I mean I would say baseball, but like if I'm gonna go to the Olympics, I'm gonna go to the Olympics. What does that mean? I don't know. Like
1: You're gonna do gymnastics?
0: I'll learn gymnastics in two weeks.
1: F- figure skating.
0: Ooh, yes. I wanna do some flips.
1: You would do figure skating. But I then you need to learn how to skate. You don't even know how to do that. I'll do
0: skateboarding skateboarding. I, I can get my Ollie in the air and I can do a shove it. So, so you progressed a little bit. I have progressed. I'm, I'm noticing the progression. I'm not, it's not going super fast, but I haven't spent the amount of time I was with it in the beginning that I am now, just cause some other things have come up, but I'm, I'm going to keep doing this for a good, like three years. I want to be able to like go to a skate park for a few hours and just not get bored. Just be able to just Bool Hard
1: And so after three years You just Alright I'm done no. or, or is that Just something
0: I mean like Honestly like I want a house That has like 100, 100 acres And I don't know Turn a bunch of the acres Into like You never get bored At my house Should have to do Football field A skate park Skate park yeah And they're really Not expensive to make It's just a bunch of wood
1: No it's concrete
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you're not I a mean, skateboard i mean or
0: an outdoor skate park i mean i could do an outdoor part but like with indoor or outdoor you can just make like wood boards that you go up on and stuff and you or can, you could just build a pool and then not put water in it I, that would be fun that's kind of dangerous though you go really fast doing that anything with bowls but i mean it'll be fun though oh yeah it would be so much fun it'd be kind of scary like dropping in where they have the. Skateboard at the top of the ramp And they like put their foot on it And they lean forward and go in Yeah That's a drop in Um I don't know how I feel about dropping in for the first time I feel like I'm gonna fucking eat it
1: You have to eat it to to get better though yeah, Of course
0: mm. If you don't learn from your mistakes You're not learning
1: That's the only way you learn Like doing this yeah. podcast Yeah Like holy crap Those episodes 2 and 3 were not great Yeah those were I will say they were not great I mean, I tried to produce in the best way that I could, best way I knew how, and it didn't turn out great, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're learning, trying some new things, taking it a different route. Something else I also want to talk about is I had my truck uh, inspected by the insurance company uh, recently nice. because back in April at like four o'clock in the morning, it was a random day. No one knew it was coming. Golf ball sized hail just started Pouring from the sky for about fifteen minutes. Wow. I woke up to the sound of the hail hitting the ground next to my window and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's hail. I got up and I went outside, I was like, Oh my gosh. If I go out here right now, I'm gonna get a concussion if I don't cover my head. And then when I finally woke up and found something to cover my head, it's stopped hailing. And I went out to my truck. I was like, That sucks. <laughs> because yeah. the quote was astronomical. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, my hood they probably hit every part. I that mean could. You saw like that sheath that goes right in front of the uh the windshield, that black plastic part. Yeah. There's holes in it. Yeah, there's They're literally, literally holes. holes. So the the hood, the roof, there were some parts of the fenders and the quarter panels that got hit, and my tailgate also got a little dent in it. I mean, gosh, yeah. it drilled my truck. And then, like two weeks later, driving down the road in my hail damage truck. And a truck kicks up a pebble and cracks my windshield. Oh, that's and at that the, moment, I was, the like, worst. I was like, dude, this truck cannot catch a break. <laughs> and then literally this week. Yeah. It's... On Tuesday, our second podcast, my dad's pulling out of the driveway, slams into the back of my truck. Now on the driver's side quarter panel, it's just curled up. It's just like curled in.
0: It's kind of doing like a little upper lip thing. Yeah.
1: My truck has a lisp. It's smiling it's not smiling <laughs> it's <laughs> not doing well but yes uh man that truck has been through hell and back poor thing and i'm not a bad driver i'm really not i've never ever <clears throat> actually been in a wreck before never really hit anyone at least not in the way that ben has where he's hit poles
0: <laughs> yeah um i was there i was literally like Ben was taking a right-hand turn into a gas station. They have those, like, metal poles at the entrances to, like, signify where, like, what's going on, ha- what's happening here. He pulls in, and I'm looking at I'm literally hanging out the window. I'm looking down. I'm just like, pole. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, I said pole. And he goes, I thought you were kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I, even have a, I haven't even had the truck for that long. I mean, I've had the truck for exactly a calendar year. Nice. It's been dribble of hail, windshield's cracked,
0: and my dad hit it. So. My truck, come, my truck comes out of the shop in about two weeks.
1: Man, we've had some bad luck with trucks.
0: Yeah, I got sandwiched. It wasn't even my fault. I hate it because then I'm driving around and all these old people look at me like, look at that young dumbass.
1: Well, that's how I felt about the hail too. It like, it's not even my fault. What I was supposed <laughs> to do, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't even, like, you would see signs all around the neighborhood where I lived, where you just like random people would put up a sign oh, hail damage, call this number. And I've had multiple people take sticky notes and say, call me. And I just crumple them up and throw them away. I'm like, look, I get it. My truck is hail damage. There's like two guys that live in the same apartment that they kind of drove older-ish cars, but they were not old. I would say like 2007 or 2008. But with all the hail damage they got, their cars are totaled. Yeah. And there's no point in trying to fix the hail because then... So much money to put back into it. Well, I mean, you, let's say you put in six grand to fix the hail damage with the cars only worth five. Yeah. So it's not even worth your time. That's, That's what.
0: literally the the problem with my phone right now. I have an iPhone 10 and my contract ended eight months ago. And whenever I was going to go get a new phone, I had to get the back fixed because you're only allowed to get, if you're at the back of your screen, um, it's an Apple phone. Yeah. Um, so I've got to say that. Um, if the back of it gets cracked, then Apple can only fix it. Um, and so when I took it to them, they were like, yeah, you can get it fixed for, uh, 350 bucks and then we'll give you a uh, 250 bucks credit for it. I was like, it still works. So
1: that's happened with my last phone too. Um, I, I left it at my pledge brother's apartment. It's still there right now. I think really? it's been there for about a year it's just been, it's been sitting on their coffee table, my old phone. I dropped the guitar on it and shattered the screen or I shattered the front and the back. It's yeah. a, yeah, it's a dud. There's nothing I do about it because. And you chipped the guitar, right? There's a small chip on the guitar. I have not explained that to very many people. At least my dad, because he'd be pretty upset. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Uh... It's a, it's a really nice guitar and I've had it since my sophomore year of high school and love it. It's an awesome guitar. Right when I dropped it, it hit my phone. A little piece. I haven't looked at it recently, but it's either on the bottom of the body or right at the top, next to its, um, its in its. Uh, what am I thinking of? It's pickups, like right below the pickups, right mm-hmm. below the pickups. It's not huge, but it sucks. Yeah, it got it got it got whacked. Yeah. With my phone when I dropped it. I wasn't even doing anything crazy. I just had my phone in my lap. I was tuning the guitar with my with my phone with the guitar tuner. And somehow my phone fell. And then I went to go pick it up and the guitar slid out of my hands and fell right on top of my phone. Shattered it and chipped my guitar. So, yeah, that wasn't a good day.
0: That's the worst. Yeah, it sucked.
1: But, you know, another thing about... Um, my truck that I like a lot is that I can hold a ladder in the back. Yeah, that's important. Very nice. Very nice holding ladders because at least the line of the work that I've been doing for the last two years, doing service and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: being in the service industry is kind of interesting because you meet like all kinds of people. Like yeah. People of all walks of life. And you get to know really quickly how different people can be yeah, and like how to communicate effectively. So if you had some kind of anxiety about talking to people about anything, especially when you talk about things you don't really know about yet and you have to explain to someone something that you don't know and they also don't know, sometimes you just got to make it up as you go. (laughs) I mean, you have to think of something. Sometimes if something happens, and as I've done it more and more, I've gotten more comfortable trying to explain situations. So I work with, with alarms, like burglar and fire alarms. And if something happens, if there's a problem with the way it's supposed to function and I have to explain to the client, like, look, this is this is what's happening. Here's what I recommend doing. It's your call, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But early on I had, sometimes I had no idea what to do or what to say. I've been there. And I would have to call either my dad who has been doing this for a long time or someone else and say, here's what's going on. How do I explain this? They would say, Oh yeah, just say this and this and this. I'm like, I don't know what any of that means. I'm going to butcher that so bad. (laughs) So I'd have to like figure it out for myself and make it up on the spot. That's funny. But Yeah, there's some really interesting people that that I've met. I mean... I've had some
0: really good conversations with old people.
1: With old people? Yes. Like what?
0: Um, There was one lady out in bee caves. We just talked about life. She talked about her grandson, and she asked me... I think she asked me about, like, when I want to get married, and I'm looking for somewhere, I don't know, like 30, maybe after 30. And she was... She was like, "Yeah, don't make the mistake I did." And she's like, "I got married at 18. It's like, dang, "Dang, that's early." But she kept it, and as long as they could, it went like twenty or thirty years, and then.
1: Would she lived by herself.
0: Yeah, she was out in BKs. caves. Dang. Really nice house. Her son's a fireman.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, just like little stories like that, or like people just—if you never were in a position where you got to. Have small talk or regular conversation with with random people that you would just meet. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. If you don't know how to talk to people in that way, you'll figure it out really quickly.
0: Yeah. It gives you a good perspective on the world. Yeah. I do like just random conversations with random people, like things that happen, like the grocery store.
1: Right. And that's what I like about where I lived at Ruckus Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago, because it was such a nice group setting in my apartment where you had... As soon as you walk into it, there's a kitchen and a living room, which is kind of open space, kind of a common area, mm-hmm. and then the four bedrooms off to the side. Living yeah. with three other guys, yeah, um, which was really nice because you'd walk in, and then you, you know it's really easy to talk to people and you know catch up with each other and, and do things. But then where I've been living for the last year, no, no offense to anyone that I've lived with, but it just kind of sucked. It was kind of it almost just felt like somewhere that I was just living. That's all it really was. I just walk in, even though you walk into the unit and there's six, five of the people that I'm living with six total. Yeah. There's four bedrooms on the bottom level. Cause as soon as you walk in, there's two bedrooms on the left, two bedrooms on the right and a staircase that goes up to the top of the kitchen and the living room is, and two more bedrooms up there, mm-hmm. but living on the bottom floor, I mean, there's a little bit to do with COVID and people not wanting to like get together all the time, but I would walk in and my bedroom is just right there. I don't even have to go upstairs. I just go in my room and you know, there's nothing really going on. I'm just kind of, was boring and bland and i like the people that i live with i'm sure that if
0: they would be so offended if they were hearing this You're no you're no, talking, I've you're, got, no
1: i've got nothing against anyone that i live with i mean they're all great guys and i always knew that before i even moved in that's that's why i was okay with it but then there's never really anything going on i just kind of went to sleep there and i would wake up do yeah. do class if i had to or go to work and then come back at the end of the day and that's just kind of how it was it wasn't really exciting doing anything, which is why I'm, I am really excited to move into my new apartment because um, that's going to be the same type of deal like Ruckus was, where there's, you, know, you walk in, there's a common area. You're
0: just trying to flex that you're going to be on the 17th floor.
1: I didn't say that. You did. Anyways. But, no, I, I like I like having that, that, uh, that space where we can all just kind of hang out and do whatever because I've, I've missed that for a little while. So I think living, if you ever live with someone or like if you live with roommates i think at least having a common space yeah that's easily accessible to everyone and i mean it also has to do with just having good roommates and not, i'm not saying that roommates are for bad i'm just saying like having good roommates that want to do stuff i want to hang out that's always nice
0: yeah i've heard a lot of roommate stories that weren't pleasant i've heard some too but i haven't had that experience yeah i've never actually I have one, one of my great friends, Jack Cabani, I, I used to play baseball with him over the summer. Whenever he would sleep, he told us before like we even went to sleep, he was like, hey, by the way, I'm loud when I sleep. He was fucking right. Like, he, I, I don't even know how to describe like it. Like snoring? Yeah, and it wasn't even snoring, it was like, Uh that's brutal. Yeah, literally the whole night. And like, all through the night. We would wake up, and I'd look on the other bed, and I see Rayvon. I'm like, you made me sleep in this bed? Like, what the fuck? But you're in the same, like, yeah, were like, you all in the same room? Yeah, it's a hotel room, four people, two beds.
1: Wow. So you slept next to him. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't any better for the people on the bed next to you, though.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I'm getting front row tickets.
1: And you could put headphones in.
0: I mean, now that you're thinking about it, I was slacking. But, yeah, you could have done that.
1: At least he told you. At least you didn't yeah. just wake up in the middle of the night like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, you didn't guy. tell anyone. Yeah, good guy. Um, man, recently, I've kind of lost some energy with working out. Also, I feel like I haven't had time for it because my days would end, at least this past week, my days would end late. And then we try to do this podcast. And then by then, it's about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And then I'm like, all right, I need to go work out. I need to go do something. Mm-hmm. I try to work out every day and it's been great like i feel a lot better yeah like
0: after you work out just like the rest of the day is like "Mm, all right
1: yeah i know if you just make a habit out of it like you know just go do something you know go work out once a day or if you can five days a week just get outside yeah four days a week yeah go outside i mean it feels so much better because i mean at least the last year i didn't do it as much and it was just a lot easier to be lazy and tired and not Really up to doing anything. Yeah, that's
0: what COVID was the test of laziness. It
1: really has been, man. But working out again has felt great. I mean, it really has. Yeah, feel a lot better mentally and and physically. Mm. Also eating good.
0: Yeah, eating good is too. You yogurt, like Greek yogurt. I've. I mean, I like yogurt, but I just I, I never buy it for myself. There's a there's a really good brand called Oinkos. Oikos, yeah, it's like protein yogurt. I'm not more focused on the protein part, but it's good yogurt. Go, yogurt's really good for you. Yeah, sure. It clean kind of cleans your insides. It's like the opposite of fiber. They do like they're both good for you. They just do like fiber is what your gut chews on, and then yogurt is what cleans it. Two one punch. Um, put fiber in your yogurt. You put fiber supplements into your yogurt. No, I don't actually. <laughs> that would be uh. A little over the top, honestly. Good time in the Oval Office.
1: Mm. Someone that I saw today, when I was moving out of my place, was wearing these. You could tell they were designer shoes. Yeah, like really nice shoes. I'm sure they were like two hundred dollars, maybe two hundred and thirty dollars. I'm saying Dude, designer shoes go upwards of five hundred. Oh my gosh! No, easily. like this one time, I remember couple years ago was it neiman marcus just for fun just looking around mm-hmm. you know, you'd see off-white jackets for like four thousand yeah, dollars like what the hell or you see gucci flip-flops for 670 bucks like what in the world are you spending your money on and why i mean or gucci tennis shoes that i mean just i just have see. like a bunch of plastic sparkles on them and they're like 600 dollars like they look they quality all, they're
0: ugly yeah they're, they're ugly a lot of fashion nowadays is just cool. straight up ugly with a brand on it But all it is the only I I'm not a flashy dresser. I'm gonna wear Crocs shorts and T-shirts the rest of my life, and I'm gonna have fun doing it. But I I could see the resale aspect of it, like a Rolex or something like that. But maybe, but your tennis shoes they get worn. I mean, if you keep them in the plastic, but people that wear
1: them, yeah, And they're collectible. So like, there's people that are sneakerheads that collect shoes and buy and sell. They go to swap meets, and that's how. Like people do it for a living. Like they just buy and sell shoes. Yeah. Like that's fine. But they're like baseball cards. They're like collectible cars. You don't ever use them. They just kind of sit there.
0: Yeah. They're kind of antiques.
1: Exactly. So then you buy, I mean, it's like, you know, if you want to buy anything to try and buy and sell, maybe shoes is a way of doing it. And you could just do it because you love shoes and Mm -hmm. you like having them around.
0: That's fine. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's something you can be passionate about. One thing I do want, like in my future house, is like a, a wall of shoes. I'm not like like talking like like Footlocker, like flashy shoes, but like yeah, just like I don't know. One thing I've always lacked my entire life up until now, and I still do it. I don't have a problem with it, but my outfit, my wardrobe, is all the same. Like I have three pairs of basketball shorts and thirteen shirts. That's all I need. Thirteen. Did, so, did you count them? I mean, like if I really run through it, it might be like fourteen, but Okay, so you have fourteen shirts? Yeah. I have a pair of Crocs that I've had for five years. I'm not buying a new pair because when I bought them freshman year, they were thirty five bucks and they are sixty now. So So just buy a new pair. No, I this was a money investment. <laughs> it was an investment? This was an investment. I'm gonna see it through. Ticket Crocs. Well you've had
1: them for five years. I'm pretty sure you've seen the investment through.
0: One of them one of them is missing sport mode, so I might do. I'm, I'm and looking. also another one has a hole in the bottom of it. Both of them do actually now. And so get some new ones. I put duct tape on the left one because it was the bigger one, but I'm getting new ones in the next like year, maybe. Two. The next year or two. I mean, there's a hole in the
1: bottom of them. Get some new ones. Or you could get like me and get some Birkenstocks.
0: They still work. Yeah. Okay. If they still work, then go for it. I mean, that's fine. But yeah, I am. I'll probably have another pair by the end of the year. They have, they have seen their fair share of just look up terrains, like croc sale. Oh my God. You can, I mean, mean, have you ever been to the croc outlet? Like they have an actual store for crocs. I haven't been there at an outlet mall. Yeah. Like they have a round rock outlet, San Marcos outlet. Like they have crocs. Well, then just go there and go shopping. Oh, definitely. I'm so excited. Like, when I get my oh, new Oh, because pa- you, cause you just thought about it? Yeah. When I get my. No, I've been I've been thinking about getting a new pair of Crocs okay, for so a long you've been time. Thinking
1: about, but have you been thinking about going to the outlet mall to do it?
0: Yeah, that's where I'm going to do it. Then but do it. They're 60 bucks. Like, that's not in the budget.
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
0: Like, this is the problem. Like, this is what I'm trying to do with my business is things like Crocs. Like, t- five years ago. They were thirty-five bucks. Five years before that, they were like fifteen bucks. No, Every, they weren't that cheap. They were oh, like twenty. Crocs used to be dirt cheap. Um but and like but now they're like Gucci branded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are Gucci Crocs. Like <laughs> what, what even?
1: No, I saw I think I saw some dude the other day who was wearing like some designer clothes, but he was wearing Crocs. I was like, damn. Like, okay, I didn't realize Crocs were designer. Like everyone's <laughs> just going with the Crocs now.
0: I mean there's flofers. They're like luxury crocs. You can get like literally like Business casual Crocs Or like business formal Really? Literally Crocs makes like formal tennis shoes No it's like a Kind of like an off brand I don't know if there's a partnership in there But they literally look like Crocs but formal Joey told me about it
1: Oh Joey was telling you about the formal Crocs Yeah Flofers Did he say that he has any Crocs?
0: Uh, I don't think he has a pair I'm not completely sure
1: You should get a pair of red ones again
0: Oh yeah I had a pair of red ones In like fourth grade or something like that I
1: get some red ones Well you've had the invisible ones for a little while now (laughs) Something that uh, I guess is floating around the news now is that, and this is I guess a regional thing. Actually, it, it's kind. Of, I mean, it affects all of college sports, really. I mean, the whole move with the NCAA. Well, first of all, athletes being able to get paid for their likeness yeah, is that a is huge, thing. huge. That's like, a big.
0: That's a big thing. Yeah, like think about like Trevor Lawrence. If oh, he was he, getting, he would, he would be have made so much. He money. would have over ten million dollars before
1: he even went to the NFL way more i mean that dude would have made so much money and there's no limits on it yet there's no rules about how much money that they can make yet yeah so all these all these schools with these crazy athletes that are super popular like zion when he was at duke he would have made so much oh, yeah. money and rj barrett too i mean you can name the sport these athletes are finally getting paid for jersey sales or i mean i guess that's really what it is it's just yeah. Jersey sales. It's merchandise. And just,
0: yeah, I, I guess autographs. I mean, whatever it may be. So now they're getting paid. I mean, like and at the time, whenever, if they're like the top athlete, they're the face of that sport. Exactly. And they're all over the, the programs and yeah, whatever it may be. Exactly. Um, <coughs> they definitely heard that on my mic. I mean, that's
1: fine. I had to do it though. I had to do it. But also UT and Oklahoma, moving out of the Big 12 moving into the sec that's big big news kind of happened yesterday and it's been in the works for over a year oh yeah behind this has closed been, doors yeah
0: this has been happening for a long time this,
1: this has been in the discussion and so now with texas and ou leaving and going 12. to the sec yeah i mean what's gonna happen to the big 12 it's gonna become
0: <laughs> the big 10
1: that's gonna be the big 10 number two yeah literally there's already a big 10 yeah i have a feeling that the big 12 as we know it. After Texas and OU leave, we'll be completely disbanded. Yeah. Because it's like all the other teams are going to leave and go somewhere else, too.
0: Yeah, there's... Like, with Texas and OU gone, those are the two of, like, the top programs in college football. Not in college football, but... Texas. In the the Big 12. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're the two... I mean, I don't mean top as in, like, performance, but, like... Okay,
1: yeah, they're one of the most recognizable names in college sports. Texas mm -hmm. and Oklahoma. Yeah. One of the most. And... Now they're moving to the SEC. This yeah. is something that a lot of people kind of wanted for a long time. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. And I didn't I, see it coming. I honestly didn't see it coming either. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. But now with them in the SEC, the SEC has become the, not that it wasn't already, but literally the premier yeah. football conference. Yeah, there's no team in there that is. No, there is no competition amongst the other conferences. I mean, what what conference is Clemson? And then there's also, I mean, you have Ohio State, who's pretty good, and then Oregon. West Virginia. West Virginia's okay, but they're in the they're in the Big Twelve or formerly the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. But man, it's going to be really interesting to watch. And I know that they say that it's going to happen in 2025. Oklahoma and Texas moving into the SEC, but it's going to happen before that, mm-hmm. no doubt. It's going to happen before 2025.
0: There's just a lot of money.
1: Oh, huge amounts of money at stake. It's crazy. I mean, all these contracts that they're trying to get out of with Oklahoma and the Big 12 and Texas and trying to sign new contracts to the SEC and all the television rights and all the merchandising and all the athletes now getting their fair share of, rightfully so, of the money that the school is generating through wow. their likeliness. There's so much happening in such a short period of time. It's kind of hard to make sense of it all, but mm-hmm. man, it's going to look so much different here yeah. in the next couple of years what, what college athletics as a whole even looks like. Yeah, It's going to be nuts. I mean, yeah. it's going to be crazy.
0: I mean, what are the requirements for you to be paid? Like, do you have to be like starting lineup or is it just like everyone in the program is making money? I don't
1: know. That's a good question. All I know is that, Athletes can get paid for their likeliness for who they are, and Mm -hmm. and there's no cap on it. Yeah,
0: that would so that's going to be very beneficial to a lot of people because I mean, there's a lot of poor families that have this kid that's really good. They're going to send him to college, and but then it takes away all the
1: problems, all the drama, all the power that the NCAA had against schools and athletes, where schools were under the table paying athletes to come to their school that was the thing that happened with reggie bush Mm -hmm. um, 15 years ago when he went to the usc i don't know a whole bunch of other but i know there's so many other cases all the time it happens in every single school in the country every
0: sport i wouldn't say every sport but i would say
1: for sure football for sure basketball for sure baseball i can see
0: that happening i mean there's a lot of big baseball schools
1: well that's mostly the private schools so i mean the Vanderbilts and, and they got money. I mean, oh yeah, the Vanderbilt's, the TCU's, the Baylor's. I mean, you name all the private schools. Yeah, they have practically an unlimited amount of money that they can bestow in scholarships to their athletes. Yeah,
0: it's ridiculous.
1: And so then all the public schools are only gifted. I mean, in baseball, I think it's like thirteen
0: point, thirteen point
1: something scholarships that they can give to their athletes.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sorry to derail your point. Go ahead. No, what we, no, what were you saying? I kind of. Tokyo.
1: Oh no! I was just saying that. Well, I kind of forgot. I don't remember what you were, what you interrupted. But um, yeah, know it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be crazy. College sports as a whole. I mean, yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna make things a lot more interesting, especially in the SEC with football. Yeah. And um, we'll see how the Big Twelve shakes up. I mean, yeah. let's we'll see if it sticks around. Yeah. I think, like I said, that every single school is gonna go somewhere else. They're gonna go to a different conference: Pac-12, ACC, Big Ten. Yeah, I don't think any other Big Twelve schools are going to the SEC.
0: Watch the Big Ten. The Big Ten number two has schools go like two schools go join the Big Ten, and now like the Big Twelve and Big Ten flip flop.
1: That would be funny, but uh, I could see what's the is that called the Sun Belt Conference? Yeah, there was the, the, that Sam Houston State plays in. Um, I can look it up. Yeah, look it up real quick. I think that's the Sun Belt Conference, and I think. Sam Houston State plays now. I could see Baylor moving to the Sun Belt Conference. Actually, no, maybe I, maybe I couldn't. I mean, they've they've been good enough at what they they play at. Because I mean, Sam Houston State isn't a very big school. Baylor's a little bigger. They have a lot more tradition. They've been around for a, lo- a lot longer. I don't know. I feel like there's some. I don't think there were any small
0: schools in S- the Big Twelve. Sam Houston State is not a part of the Sun Belt Conference. Oh, then who's in the Sun Belt Conference? Um. Texas State, Coastal Carolina, Louisiana Region, um, Arkansas, Arkansas State, Louisiana Monroe.
1: Okay, then what conference is uh, Sam Houston State in? Because I don't think Sam Houston State's a private school. I'm pretty sure it's a public school.
0: I could see. I did play like over the summer one time. I played on Sam Houston State's field, and they have like an all field. And it's kind of like down on the ground, so there's no wind. Oh my God. It's hot. It gets hot. That's one of the
1: hottest baseball fields. I played that one too. I would say probably two or three times. Yeah. One of the hottest baseball fields there is. Um, That is a hot field. It's just the astroturf makes it worse.
0: Sam Houston State is part of the NCAA Southland Conference.
1: Southland. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I forget where I saw it, but. It was definitely on a social media of some kind, probably in, probably Instagram, where, I th- you know it was it was the it was the Heisman um, ceremony when they gave out the Heisman um, this last time around. Who they gave it to, I forget, but I think Trevor Lawrence didn't he get didn't he win the Heisman probably in twenty twenty one, but anyways, no, actually I don't think it was Trevor Lawrence. It wasn't. Do you not see it? 2021 Heisman?
0: Has it been given out? I mean, like, it doesn't have any.
1: Because I know Joe Burrow won it in 2020. He won it in 2021.
0: All I see is who will win.
1: Is there... Oh, as they're not... Oh, they can look up the 2020 uh, Heisman. Because I guess they do it backwards that way.
0: Devontae Smith.
1: Oh, that's right. The Alabama receiver. Okay, okay, now I remember. I was watching that anyways, my whole point. I was watching that ceremony and or I saw a clip of it at least. something that people should start doing more often in formal settings. Like mm-hmm. suspenders. <laughs> suspenders are cool. I like suspenders. I, I think like they're suspenders. Yeah, I like suspenders. They're cool. I mean, they're fashionable.
0: Yeah, I, I can see your point, like, under a jacket, and, like, if you take the jacket off, you got suspenders on.
1: And pocket squares. I like pockets. Po- pocket. pocket squares. Like, like, whenever you wear a coat, and then you got, like, a little oh, a little, yeah.
0: little yeah, thing yeah. coming out of your... I know what you're talking about, yeah. Pocket squares are cool.
1: You also know about those uh those little clips that people put on their ties? Oh, yeah. I've seen those, yeah. The fashion should really just
0: come back around to that. Yeah, we're kind of going away with it now. We're just putting shit out and putting a brand on it.
1: I mean, you look at, look at Kanye. He is the... Uh, Anything you see him wearing? Yeah. Just...
0: I mean, look at Lady Gaga. She wore a meat dress for real. Like I mean... She went... Where was it? The Grammys? I don't know, but what does she know about cameras? <laughs> yeah, she's the
1: creative director Polar of Polaroid. Polaroid. That, I don't know if she still is, but that, cl- that clip of Kanye is hilarious. Yeah. It's and like, what, is, what does Gaga know about cameras? Um... But yeah, I still don't know how a pocket square works in the first place. I tried wearing one to an event that I went to, and I was like, "Yeah, a pocket square would be cool. I'll be, f- I'll, I'll do that." And I just struggled trying to figure out how to fold it and get it into my my coat nicely, and just kind of crumpled up like a flower.
0: Just need to like update your uh, origami skills.
1: Yeah, I'm not very good at origami. Neither am I. They literally made us do that stuff in sixth grade. Yeah, I don't know why. We're like, I was like in science class or
0: something. Yeah, like learning cursive too. Like, hey, It'll by the way. Up. Gonna, no one
1: rides like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Waste of time. I also saw an ad for the Wagoneer. is coming back.
0: The Wagoneer?
1: The Jeep. Jeep Wagoneer. They're making it again. What's the Wagoneer? It's like that... You know that typical car from the 80s that had, like, the wood panels on the side of it? Oh, I see what you're like. They're about. bringing it back. Yeah. It
0: looks like a Ford, like, X.
1: I I I thought it looked like... It was very Jeep-esque or, yeah. or Dodge. It looks like a Cherokee.
0: Yeah, it looks like, like a giant-bodied Cherokee. Yeah. Dang, bro. They got a 5.7 V8 in there. I think about to be moving.
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a big vehicle. The
0: 2022 Jeep Wagoneer. It I think might-
1: they're, they're trying to use it to compete with... I don't know if that's full-size. So would that be like Tahoe Suburban-esque or Escalade? Um, or is that going to be more like a Lincoln Navigator...
0: Uh, it looks more like a Lincoln it looks a lot like a Lincoln Navigator. Okay. So I guess that's what the market that they're they're shooting for. Yeah, they start at sixty eight grand and they seating capacity eight, so you could probably fit like a good like thirty five metches in there.
1: You probably could.
0: I mean forty, forty five is a few stuff. At least eight dead bodies. Yeah. At least. At least. Plenty of
1: space. Yeah. But now you gotta drop what, seventy grand on it? Okay. Yeah. But then you think about it. Over time, it'll pay for itself. Moving uh-huh. that much, moving that much uh, equipment, <laughs> that much product.
0: <laughs> product. You just brought product into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a lot of space, but you probably get it done for cheaper than uh, a brand new Wagoneer for seventy grand. But though, so I, I know that I've mentioned this to you before. But I'm really excited for the Cybertruck to come out. The Cybertruck, I uh,
0: saw, I saw a really a video that kind of made me mad. They they compared the Cybertruck to an F-150, um, STX 2.7. Yeah. They compared that truck isn't even four wheel drive. They compared it to I don't even know. Well, it's it's part of marketing. They're trying to
1: brand the truck in yeah, some way.
0: But like, dude, they did it on an uphill battle. That thing like pulled the Ford I mean like I'm not trying to like diss the uh Cybertruck but like it that thing can move I'm not at all trying to diss it I no I it's mean it's kind of cool you can get custom wraps for it Dude, it's gonna be nuts I'm actually I'm if I
1: can get one I would love to get one at some point that'd be cool I, I know someone that actually has one pre-ordered right now really yeah nice nice no I, I'm excited to see them like on the road and see what yeah. they look like and race one you know what when I first saw them when they came out I was like they look like...
0: Like some of you drive on Mars. They
1: look like a storage container. They're <laughs> just these... It's just a metal box looking yeah. thing. And the more I spent time looking at it research, and researching, I was like, wow, it's actually kind of cool. Like the, what's, what's interesting, though, is they're going to start production for them in the fall. So they're going to okay. start production for them uh, when they say fall. I mean, it could be any month in the fall. It could even mean winter, like early winter, late December. But yeah. they're only going to start production for the... Three, the tri-motor, which is the most expensive one. Mm-hmm. That's the one that goes zero to 60 in like 1.8 seconds.
0: Oh, That's down as fast.
1: And then there's the dual-motor one that they're also going to be producing in the fall. But then the regular one, the base model with one motor in it that has the, the best range, mm-hmm. they don't start making that until next year. Okay. So basically they're just rolling out the people that are spending – yeah. 70, 80 grand, over hundred grand on their.
0: The people that are going to pay them, you know, they want their investment return. Well,
1: you, if you think about it, I don't know what their their demographic looks like, or like how many people, what their best selling trucks going to end up being, whether which motor it's going to be, or which package that they're going to be selling. So, I mean, I guess that's something that they've already thought through, and yeah. they're just going to do the big motor stuff in the first year, and then in the following year, then they're they're going to start doing the real wheel drive because the dual motor and the tri motor are both all wheel drive. Well, always. So they're always four wheel drive. Dang. I mean, that's the future of cars, is yeah. all wheel drive.
0: And actually, another thing that's becoming 2022 standard, all cars, um, unless like, I'm assuming, unless the technology of the car, because it, it might be like a lower model, um, it might not be as advanced, but all cars have the auto turn off. Like when you come to a stoplight, the engine turns off for like 30 seconds. That is becoming a requirement for all cars. Uh, 2022 and on.
1: And they also did a similar thing with that too. They did that with the backup camera. They made that a requirement yeah. for all cars I want to say two or three years ago. Yeah. So every single car made in the last two or three years has to have a backup camera on it. And that was an interesting one. I think that's a good one. I think yeah, it's a good that's, thing to add. It's helpful. The yeah. auto stop start thing. I've had that on my truck and
0: I don't really care for it that neither much. Neither do I. It's honestly part of the reason why my truck's in the shop for an extra two weeks because I would come up to a stop, like stoplight, sit there and I'd have my foot on the brake and then it would just turn itself back on and my foot's still on the brake. I didn't see it coming and I just hear like a grind in my powertrain and then few a few, like, t- few days Later, uh get a message from my Ford app and it's like, powertrain problem, you need to service it. And I'm like, so now every time I get into a car that has an auto stop start, I press that button
1: immediately. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been using it, but I've also figured out there's a sweet spot on the brake. Mm-hmm, kind of light. Where you don't. Engage it.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about,
1: but also it kind of puts more effort on your part because you have to like hold it in that specific you spot before really it, think about your foot before it engages. But also, it's become second nature for me. So, also sometimes I just don't care. I just, God, you're just a different breed. I just push it all the way in and do the stop start. But I can turn it on, turn it off when I want to, mm-hmm. just by how hard I'm putting pressure on the brake. But even then, I don't really care for that much. And you would think it would drain your battery really fast, starting yeah. and stopping over I mean, and do over. Do they again. run
0: it Like, do they run that off the battery? The starter. Well, yeah,
1: and that's how you start a vehicle. That's why you
0: have a battery in the first place. I mean, a starter only has so many starts. Right. So, so like, they got to really think about that. I'm sure they thought it through. Maybe, yeah. I mean. We'll see. I don't know.
1: We, yeah, yeah, so about five years, we'll see the effects, really, of the start-stop function on, on vehicles' um, long-term function. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but also another thing that I noticed... At least with myself, when we were talking earlier about meeting people, Mm -hmm. like going to clients' houses and just meeting random people. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I had any, well, maybe I did, like a level of social anxiety. Yeah. Like you never, like when you're at the grocery store or you're doing something out in public. And I know that I did this sometimes where if someone was talking to me or asking me a question, I'd be like really quick, like as fast as I can, like responding to your question or like. You know, try and be as polite as I possibly can. Yeah, so then I've and I've noticed that And I, and I don't like that because I feel like it's kind of um, disingenuous, mm-hmm. disingenuous. Like trying to,
0: I don't know, trying to be polite.
1: Like it really looks like you're trying to. Yeah, be. and that's not what I'm trying to. I mean, it is. Yeah. It is what I'm trying to do, but I don't want it to look like that's what I'm trying to do. But yeah,
0: I'm always genuine.
1: So, what I've kind of taken a, a mental note and stuck with for a while is just take a, take a breather. Just like let them say their thing. Take a second, think about it, process it and respond. Like you normally would. I, and the other thing too, is like whenever I'm with people who have that kind of thing with like a social anxiety Mm -hmm. in public, it makes me more anxious too. It makes me anxious for them because I can tell that they're being anxious.
0: Whenever, I get a little bit more comfortable when actually I can tell someone's being anxious because I get, I used to get horrible social anxiety, but I still get it here and then. But when I can tell someone else is being like really anxious, I'm like, okay, I'm not alone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But also at the same time, like I get anxious for them because I would, I would want to, when I say for them, I just mean it could be anyone, it could be a friend, it could be a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whoever. Mm -hmm. Like they get wound up in the moment of one of, of being in public and it kind of, they, you know they don't want to be embarrassed yeah they don't want okay. to do something stupid i know what you're talking about and so there's like a, this tension almost with them mm-hmm. and it makes me more tense because of that okay i see what you're talking about so i don't i don't know like sometimes i can just you know i don't even care i'll blow it off it's fine you be anxious i'm trying to help but you know i don't know it
0: just I like just feel like
1: some people, if you have, I mean, it's that's like with public speaking, you know, yeah. having a problem. Like, like, and that's a, a real problem for some people. It's like not being able to just even get words out, like say something coherent yeah. in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Um, it just
0: takes practice.
1: Yeah. You know, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. It's like earlier on in your life when you had to make phone calls. There mm-hmm. was yeah. like calling in for a pizza. You're just oh so gosh. nervous. Like
0: you prepared what you were going to say like, in I, your I wanna, head. I want a cheese pizza. I want to get a large and I want a coke.
1: Okay, I got this. I can do this. And you make the phone call and you're like, uh, pepperoni. <laughs> so it just takes practice. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. It's just like anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like with the whole social anxiety thing, I feel like people that just, they just, they're so afraid of it. They don't allow themselves to learn or, or they allow themselves to become more comfortable with it. They just kind of tense up and try and brace for whatever happens. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> something that I think about if I'm ever in public. Also, one second, I got to cough. off. Yeah, I know you definitely heard that, but it wasn't as bad as me coughing directly into the mic. But is that just don't be afraid, and just there's got to be a level of you that's just I don't care, I'm doing my thing.
0: You have to be able to laugh at yourself. Oh, for sure. If you can't take yourself as a joke, then it's going to be very hard to succeed.
1: More importantly, just don't take yourself
0: too seriously. Yeah, that too.
1: And also, you have to understand that really, people don't really care. Yeah. And a lot of like things that you care about like the way that you out- look outwardly or like the way you present yourself or yeah. things you say or you're just a normal you're just another person. person in public and a lot of people just do not care.
0: No one's looking at you. It's
1: Exactly. So just do your thing, move on. No one really cares. You you shouldn't care either. Just carry on, you know.
0: Yeah, unless you have a microphone in your hand and they're all facing you and listening to you. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. Yeah.
1: Just take the Take the fear out of it. Just
0: go for it, you know? Yeah. Just do it. You're going to... It's kind of like... It would be... You'd be more upset that you didn't do it than if you did it and failed. Because, like, once you do it and fail, then it's like, well, no, no. Right. Or you give back up and try. Exactly.
1: Know? Exactly. I'm trying to think of a, a really specific scenario <laughs> where... We're even having social anxiety, like, or not that I would, well, I, I'm sure I've, I've had moment, my moments with it, but.
0: Oh my God, dude, if I, even like when I come to your place and there's like four people there, like my social anxiety kicks in when there's like 40 or 50% of the people in the room, I don't know. I can kind of drift around with the people that I do know. But another thing that I have been trying to do, um, whenever I go to parties, and I, I find all the people that I know and then I'll just introduce myself to other people. It's one thing that it actually took a lot of courage from me. I'm not trying to like yeah. toot yeah, my horn, but does. like just being able to go up to someone and be like, hey, my name's Major and like shake their hand. I forgot where I was going. You but
1: take no, no, I, I, know, I know what you're, what you're saying. But yeah, introducing yourself is kind of a hard thing to do sometimes yeah. like in some social situations where I am... You know, I go to a, an event and it's mostly people that I don't know. But there's a couple of people there that I'm going with that yeah. basically I'm a, I'm a bring along. I'm a friend that's coming with, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone. Sometimes I'll forget to introduce myself yeah. and other people approach me and introduce themselves. So it makes it easier on me, yeah. but there's also a part of me that knows, like, okay, I need to go out and at least shake someone's hand, introduce myself. So I get to know a handful of people, make small talk, whatever. Yeah. But also just in general, I mean, large parties, large get togethers really aren't my thing. But yeah, I prefer, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't mind meeting people, but mm-hmm. usually
0: in smaller scenario, like like kickbacks. I I love kickbacks where it's just like ten, fifteen people. If I'm if I'm at a kickback with like ten or fifteen people, and I I'm good friends with all the people, I'm having so much fun. Yeah, I feel that. Or like even like small circle, like two or three people. I'm good with hanging out with like small group. If you can fit it in one car, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with that, but also yeah. So or one on one. I'm a, actually I'm a really big one-on-one or alone person too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that too. Don't like going to like clubs and stuff. Yeah. That's because there's the, the one I, you could say club that I've ever been to was the Rose Room in the domain mm-hmm. and gosh, yeah, it is just not for me. There's so many people. It's super loud. I mean, I can see that being a fun experience being under the influence of something and not really caring Yeah, when I say under the influence of I mean, like just. Know, like having drunk. a few having a few drinks and then going in and having some fun with your friends and not really caring about what's going on around you and just enjoying the moment. That's I mean, that could seem like it's fun, but just going there to hang out and, and you know, just be with some people. It it it's not for me. It's really not.
0: Yeah. I'm being at home, like I don't know. I don't know what to say. I
1: mean, I know that you've never I've had never, the opportunity to be in that situation before.
0: I've been in a bar one time before. Not lied. I was just like 10. And my dad was like, follow me. We're just going to get some." Oh, you walked in. Okay. He was like ordering takeout from a bar or something. Interesting. But yeah, I mean,
1: usually casual bars are really cool. Yeah. Sit down, hang out with a few people. Get in, get out. I'm not a huge group, bubbly type person. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with just hanging out with a few people. Usually that's the most fun for me.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah. Something that I always find myself doing. Usually towards the end of the night when I'm trying to fall asleep. Is going down the craziest
0: YouTube rabbit hole ever. Oh my God. Ever. So much fun. <laughs> One thing I've actually gotten into recently is this dude. I can't remember his name. A YouTuber makes these videos called 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of useless information. And when I say like there are so many it's so unconnected and useless that I use it to put myself to sleep. I try and pay attention to it as long as I can. And so I'm like, okay, I can't do this. I, and so
1: uh, are the people that probably listen to that, trying to fall asleep, just listening to useless information.
0: I don't know, but I appreciate the guy for putting me to sleep. But like the, some of the facts are actually really interesting. Like, wow, I never would have known that.
1: Useless facts that are interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's what he should call it.
0: I mean, there's like, this person was born in this month. And then it would move on to like the diameter of this rock is six feet. And then who cares? <laughs> I, yeah, I know, like it's completely useless, but I don't know. It can be like some of the facts, like every 20 facts are kind of interesting. They're actual like cool things. I don't know. I YouTube
1: rabbit else. holes. I mean, you can just go for hours and hours. hours if you don't stop yourself. Yeah. Cause I mean, every day there's so much. So many videos going up every day of actually really interesting things. And you could just become this epic consumer and just go through it all. I mean, can you imagine being someone like, yeah, I've seen every YouTube video.
0: That's impossible. There's no way.
1: Imagine you meet the person who's like, yeah, I have seen every YouTube video.
0: Then that person has to meet the person that says I read every book. I have seen everything. I, (laughs) I have experienced everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that isn't possible. I think
1: there's more hours of YouTube than it is possible to even live. Yeah, that would be... Hours of YouTube videos to look through. And there's... I don't know what the number is, but I'm sure it's thousands and thousands of hours of videos that are being uploaded to YouTube every day.
0: Yeah, I heard something. It was like, there's 8 billion pictures uploaded to the internet every single day. And that's just pictures. 8 billion. That's Whether that's social media or...
1: Whatever, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot.
0: And then think about videos. There's probably going to be like at least a billion videos. Something that always rubs me the wrong way are those YouTube videos where it's the
1: YouTube families. You know um, what I'm talking about yeah. the the YouTube families. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're just moving into this brand new house and all of our cars and all of our kids and they're wearing all of these designer clothes they're probably living in Los Angeles or something. And yeah, it's like, get out of here. I mean,
0: they just and. Is that, is like is that your life yeah like it's not even their life like a lot of that's got to be like we got to look good for the internet like gosh what a shallow way to live good grief i, I mean, mean i think some vlogs are interesting if it's the right person that tickles your brain but um basically it's just like look at me and look at all my stuff always yeah. it's like i i am sorry
1: that you find validation in other people approving of the things that you have yeah that's one thing that's
0: a serious problem is it's just this look at me
1: generation i don't understand i mean I, I get it it comes from the youtube and the accessibility of social media and this drug that you get from people liking things and looking at your stuff and yeah it makes sense and i can see how that happens to people but man once it's you not, get what's that's what not, once, it's not it's not real I and mean, once you get to that point how do you get out of it how do you realize like like this isn't, this isn't healthy. Yeah. This really is not healthy for. I mean, I mean, people can do it, like Kim K. I mean, people can do it, but trying to sit down and have a really constructive conversation with that person about anything, I feel like would be fairly difficult. Um, I don't mean to just throw all these people into one bag and say that they're.
0: I'm sure there's some bright people in there that put their creative twist in.
1: I'm sure, but at the same time, I mean, all you
0: do is vlog about how cool you are. And what what you did today, like the one thing, the vlogs that I don't get is people, they're like, Hey vlog, just woke up and I'm about to do some abs and then I'll catch y'all whenever I'm getting out of the shower and then like get out of the shower and they're like, all right, now I'm about to eat breakfast. I mean, you can learn some things about like lifestyle and you can see the perspective of how a lot of different people live, but in the end, it's kind of like who actually cares? There's not a whole lot of, there's a good handful like your family.
1: Like, I get like people, like, I'm sure that they have thousands of people watching, or in even some cases, millions of people. Yeah. But then those people, it's like, what? Like, why are you watching this? Yeah. And why like, don't you go do something for yourself? Like, why don't you go, go, go? If you are so interested in this person's lifestyle, maybe, maybe they're trying to learn. Maybe, they're like, I really aspire to be this person and I want to see what they do on a daily basis. Okay. That makes sense but just to sit there and consume it like a, I mean, it's... That's one thing... They're documenting just,
0: their lives and... You're, I mean, you're watching... Like, all you do is watch the documentary of their life. Right. It's like, make a documentary for your life. Yeah,
1: just you know? make your
0: documentary.
1: Exactly. Just wake up every day. I'm making my documentary right now.
0: Exactly. That's that's how you gotta think.
1: My documentary starts yesterday.
0: Your documentary started when you were born. Do you think they'll make a documentary about Kanye? So god someone's gonna do it like there's gotta be a kanye documentary i feel like there's one out right now there's gotta be let me see if that's a thing i feel like he's the most
1: interesting person on the planet yeah
0: that man is he's insane with what i want to i would pay money to understand how his brain processes and validates and rejects thoughts
1: i think god would too. (laughs) i don't think anyone understands that man
0: Yep, there's an hour and a half Kanye West 2018 documentary. No, he needs a documentary when he's like 70. He he needs a
1: documentary about his whole life. I mean, there's gonna be one. I'm sure. Yeah, eventually. At some point, there's yeah. a lot. Of,
0: he has a lot of fans. So many.
1: And then he had the the Donda album. Has mm-hmm. that dropped yet? Do you know? Uh, let's see. I've heard of it, and I know they did a concert for it, and I've seen clips of it, but I
0: haven't seen if it's on Spotify. Or YouTube, yet? It is releasing on August 6th, 2021. So we are looking at about seven days until Kanye West's new album, Donda, comes out. I wonder if it'll be any good. I would say his peak was somewhere around Graduation.
1: That was like his second No, that was his first. No, that was his second album. No way. Graduation was his second album.
0: He's had some really good songs in the past few years. Like, I, I still listen to him almost every day. Um, I can't type and talk at the same time. Like, my brain... Wait, we don't want to play Kanye. Is, is that like
1: talking on the phone and driving? Can you not do that either?
0: Oh, I can talk on the phone and drive all day.
1: Probably not good, though. You might hit someone. Or something. Like a dog.
0: Yeah, you're right. Oh, wait, no. Okay. Graduation was his third album Oh. And then 808's Heartbreak Was his fourth? Yeah That's when um, That song um, Cold Heart Where is it? Heartless Heart- Heartless Oh my god That reminds me of being
1: like eight No, so he's had some really <laughs> great music I think everything really changed After his mom died
0: Yeah It definitely changed him
1: I thought he hit his peak With the my Dark Twisted Fantasy album Talk about the red one. It has power on it. Oh yeah,
0: powers. I, I like power.
1: So I think I feel like that was his peak. But You know, maybe he's still peaking. Maybe that was just
0: a bluff. Yeah, it's just we just don't know how big his brain is. I don't think anyone does. It's it would be impossible to fit Kanye's brain in your head.
1: It just wouldn't fit. Yeah, it would. Um. Also about feeling good. I, know I talked about working out. But I told, I told you at least, and I might have mentioned it earlier this week on the podcast, that I kind of tried like a a an experiment with myself to see by playing a few video games. Like I like to, this past, I would say it's been about two or three weeks now where there was this one night I was leaving Ben's apartment and usually when I go over to Ben's we'll play something like Dark Souls or Mario Kart or something. because He likes Mario Kart and he also likes watching me play Dark Souls. He also has... I mean, anyways, Whatever. we'll play something. And I was already in this mindset. I was working out and I was doing a lot of work, trying to put a lot of things together. And I had a, all this really good creative energy flowing for the like, oh, two-week period. Mm-hmm. And then there was this night where I sat down and I played video games for about two hours, maybe three hours before I left. And then this feeling hit me, like this lethargic... I don't want to do anything like the things that three hours prior I was really excited to go do, but now I don't really want to do them anymore. I was like, I I don't even think it was a feeling of wanting to play more video games as much as it was just doing nothing or just being, just just being complacent. Sloth. Exactly. I just don't like doing anything. And then I realized, I was like, why do I feel this way? Why don't I want to do these things that I wanted to just three hours ago? Why, Why did all that motivation leave me? And I thought, good grief. What the heck? Like, what happened? And so I spent about 15 minutes thinking about this. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and prove something to myself. I'm going to play a few video games as a whole. Let's say I'm going to limit myself to playing no more than 45 minutes in a sitting in a day.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting. So I'll play... I'm gonna play anything. It'll be kind of short and sweet, so I don't, you know, lose track of what I'm doing or like what's going on. It's like watching a TV show for, you know, two episodes. Yeah, like the Office. Go watch the Office for two episodes. I'm like okay, because once you start, once you get to that third episode, then it starts to get. It's still good, but it's kind of dull. Not only that, but you kind of don't want to get up and do anything else. You just want to keep watching. You just want to yeah. binge it.
0: Fall into a rabbit hole.
1: So I don't want to. Play for more than about 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, I've I've kind of taken a different twist on it. Video games used to be like my daily routine. Like I would play upwards of three hours every day. And I've kind of got it to the point in the last few weeks where I don't play unless there's nothing to do. Like, And that'll usually be late at night right before I go to bed. I'll run around on Minecraft or something for a little bit. But then it also comes into another twist that I have with like, I like Minecraft a lot. I like to build, and I get really creative. I build, like, a nice house. I'll find peace just, like, running around what I've built. Like, being inside the house that I've built, and it kind of gives me, like, a sense for, like, in the future, this is what I want. Like, I want to be able to walk around my house and be like, I've built this. So I'll just... It's part of where I find my peace, but I've just gotten it to the point where I, I don't play as much anymore. I Honestly, the last three days, I've played, like... A few minutes, like last night was the first time in two two nights, and I haven't played all day today I probably won't play tonight.
1: no I just feel better as a whole, and so like that thing where I try to prove it to myself, let's you know just play for you know a very short window, a very dedicated window of time, if even at all and i I feel and I have felt so much more productive, nice in everything, nice, whether it be work. Or anything else that I'm I'm working on. Mm -hmm. It could be this podcast. It could be um, whatever. I just feel like I don't have this extra weight. I don't feel like I'm wasting time because I've I've thought about it too. I was like, gosh. So this is a childhood habit slash obsession we've been doing for... Our whole lives. Just about, I mean, since I was about six or seven, we got a GameCube. Me too, Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of always been there. It's like, all right, this is fun, like being excited for... New games or wanting to play a game.
0: DLC just dropped,
1: right? New console, whatever it may be. And I never really thought about it because, like, part of my my head would justify playing it. Like, oh, it's just a video game. Like, it's like it's always been. It's always been. Yeah. It's always been this thing that I've always done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I never thought, what is it also taking? Because there's a cost and it. There's a cost of everything. Yeah. So. What is it taking me potentially away from yeah. by spending all this time? I was like, how much time over the years have I spent playing video games?
0: So much. So much time. So, so it's much. It's uncountable. Time.
1: I couldn't even fathom how much time. And I thought, wow, what if I was doing something else at that time? Exactly. What would it, What would I look like now if I had spent that time doing other things?
0: And it could be anything, but. Productive things. Think about how many books you could have read if the entire time you've played video games, you just read books. I would know
1: every word in the English language. <laughs> I'd probably know three languages. Probably. So that's, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, we all do these things. And you know what? I'm not trashing video games. I love video games. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. I love them so much. They're awesome. Yeah. I just spend too much time with them. I just can't. And especially in this fall and spring where...
0: You have stuff to do. At
1: work, and school, and trying to organize this podcast, which has been a lot of work, a lot of effort here in the, the beginning stages and hopefully going forward. It's not going to be that complicated, but it's still something that I have on my play that I need to take care of. Like I've already got a handful of texts that I got to answer. we we'll have been doing this for about an hour, mm-hmm. um, but I got other things going on that I got to take care of. And I don't know that I have time for it anymore. And so um, I can, I'll play, I mean, I'll keep what I have, but I'm just not going to, do it as much as I have in the past because there's other yeah. things that are really important that I want to focus on. and yeah. I want to be diligent about the way that I spend my time because I know that I just turned 23.
0: You're yeah. 23 one time in your life.
1: Exactly. No one likes you when you're 23. And <laughs> I want to take advantage of... I love that. I know, that's awesome.
0: That was a good reference. And
1: uh, I don't get a whole lot of time. You, mean. Time really goes by so fast.
0: It like, it's been a year and a half since COVID was released. Since it was released, yeah. Like, I don't know what else word to put on it since it arrived. No, I think released is a good way to put it. Yeah, it's like a new album. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, really? When COVID dropped. <laughs> when China dropped COVID. Um, That's funny. But, uh, yeah, no. Just, and... I think it's been a good experiment for me to, to not play as much. I mean, it feels kind of weird because it really has been an obsession that I've ever really addressed before. I don't think any of us have. The three of us, between me, Ben, and you, and mm-hmm. also Nick, our cousin, a little bit, too. Yeah. That we just kind of blindly play them all yeah. the time. It's, just like, just, oh, yeah, it's, it's a habit. It's a habit. It's just kind of how we've kind of bonded for so long. Yeah. We've always done it. You know, I've taken a step back from it and said, so, you know, kind of want to spend some time doing other things. And I'll come back to it and I'll play it here and there, but yeah.
0: cannot spend as much time. Just slave. Like whenever, like see the thing about it is like when the new game comes out, the next two weeks, all of your free time is dedicated to that game. Right. And then the problem with it is then new one comes out. Right. And then, but, and you, know, it, I can see, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot
1: of fun to play them. I mean, okay. It really is. I can see it being totally okay. I mean, if that's what you did for a living. Like, yeah. This is what I want to do for a living. I want to be a streamer. Oh I want to. Oh God, I would love to. Right. So that would be kind of cool, but also at the same time. I wouldn't want to. There is that drain on your your mental yeah. of playing for hours and hours and hours. You know what I'm talking about? Those days where you sit up in your room for on a Saturday or a Sunday mm-hmm. for eight hours. Literally. Just, just playing video games. The entire day. It's brutal. Yeah. It is so brutal. Because sometimes like normal people that I'll play video games with. Say, so let's go outside and do something. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm good right here. Just, I've
0: been there so many times, and I've honestly, like, I've thought about it before. Like all the times where, like, no, I don't want to go out. But now I'm looking at it like I should have gone the fuck outside.
1: Yeah, should have just done something. Yeah, get your blood flowing. Go be out in the sun. Go do something. Mm-hmm. But I love video games. Always have a special place in my heart. But oh yeah, you know I'm gonna be busy, and I just can't do it. I mean, I have to really be diligent about and just be intentional behind the things that i'm doing and not just kind of move through space and time mm-hmm. as a you know whatever whatever i feel like doing mm-hmm. I, whatever I goal goal Goals plural and actively try to pursue them and spend my time wisely doing it because you don't have a lot of it
0: you know yeah make something to remember exactly that's just like that is one thing that I do want to have at the end of my life is just be able to look back and be like I spent it well yeah like I wouldn't
1: change it and someone put that in perspective for me recently asking a very similar question like do you want to look back at all the video games that you played but a part of it was like kind of kind of resilient I was like no like yeah "Yeah, that'd be great like I want to look back and look at all the video games that I played and feel really good about it but at the same time they're right they're very right
0: Definitely should be doing something else with my spare time. Yeah, but that's another reason why I picked up skateboarding, so I wouldn't be playing video games. I, I'm in the time coming for the next like two or three years. I'm going to be picking up skills and getting better at the things that I want to be able to take with me. You yeah, know, yeah, later into my life.
1: And so, like I said, I don't mean to harp on video games. Yeah, love yeah, love them. They're great, but I can't spend time with them anymore. And you know, there'll be time for them for me in the future. But for now, I'm okay and really excited and I feel really good I do I do feel much better having not played as many and not doing it as frequently as I
0: have yeah it's, it's
1: live in the world yeah it's empowering it's like looking at your phone for way too long yeah. it's the same thing that feeling you get for playing video games all the time just kind of being bored you just scroll through your phone play video games scroll through I mean it's it's just this non-stop back and forth thing just
0: on screens screen to screen to screen mm-hmm.
1: yeah I know but it feels good to go out and do something yeah Be proud of it Do it once a day Just go outside and Go outside I mean I've been working out As much as I can But eating better And Man Feel great Feel really good So Anyway it's been going on for a while Um We can end it if you want
0: Mm, It's up to you Oh it's up to me Have you run out of thoughts No I just I mean I can I got a thought we can end it with Sure Go ahead Um We were talking about it before Um Anyone seen the movie the truman show it's just oh, yeah. a, a movie about jim jim carrey's the main actor and he's he lives in this world that someone created like it's basically like a, an nfl like superdome but it's just like a movie set and he lives this like generated life like he does the same things every not every day but like He has no idea that it's all just a joke. He doesn't live a real life. It's just someone made a a movie about him and like him growing up through this just fixed life. And um, God, if you were Jim Carrey in that movie and you figured out that you've just been living a fake life, would you leave? You've spent 40 years living this nurtured, let's say 30. Okay.
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's the premise of the story is that it was a TV show mm-hmm. and he was the only one that didn't know he was on the TV show. <laughs> he thought it was his life. They built a town to scale. He had a wife. He had a job. He had, I think, a dad. Yeah. There was
0: like beef or something like Or that.
1: something like that. And eventually he started to figure out the glitches in the matrix. And
0: he started like testing things, see how it would go.
1: And he's like, huh. Exactly. So, figuring out that the life that you're living as you know it is just a simulation for other people. Yeah,
0: that's a huge thing on the internet right now. It's just like, is life a simulation? But people make jokes out of it. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a great question. Is it a simulation?
1: Isn't? Are we? Are we? Let's say right now. We, create, we are a recreation of ourselves in the future who created a, sim, a simulation so we could keep living on forever. That would be epic. That would be absolutely epic. At the end of this life, you'd create a new simulation.
0: and Go start over or you go start in. one? You life. just
1: keep going deeper and deeper into the inception of dreams.
0: <laughs> yeah, that just, would be just awesome. Just go another level
1: deeper. Just
0: another level here, Morty. Here. Yeah,
1: immortality constantly by living through simulations.
0: Would you rather be immortal or have, like, that joke that we had earlier, everything? Just you've lived everything?
1: Live everything. I wouldn't want to live forever.
0: Yeah. At
1: some point, it's got to end. Yeah. We need to be dark. It's <laughs> gonna, I mean, it's got to end at some point. But just took a twist you know, Just the end. make the best of it.
0: Dang. Truman do- Show got a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like,
1: I, I know that I shouldn't, but I'd probably use Rotten Tomatoes as a uh, a pretty good indicator as yeah. to if a movie's good or not. But I know that I should look in other places because I've seen like a, a movie on Rotten that's got like a 30%. Not a 30, but I would say like a 55 or a 60-something percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, you know That was actually not a bad movie. Yeah. But in a lot of cases, if they're ever like 70-plus, they're usually pretty good movies. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy watching them. Yeah.
0: Have you ever seen a movie that had like 2%? I've
1: seen movies that have 0%.
0: Really? Oh, I thought I was cool for knowing a movie that... I, I don't know the movie, but I've seen like 2%. Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. 0%. You're capping. Jack and Jill,
1: the Adam Sandler movie with Al Pacino. Like, Don Cucino, that, that whole deal. Yeah. At the end. Such a stupid movie. I, I'm telling you, you, got a 0%. We got a 3%. Oh, we got a 3. Okay. Gosh. That was an awful movie.
0: It was his attempt at being able to play like both the actors. H-
1: has he done that before? Because that's an Eddie Murphy thing.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Also, like, um, Tyler Perry. Oh, that. that's
1: right. Yeah, the, the Medea movies. Yeah, he would do that.
0: I'm trying to remember. There's one more. Oh, um, in Austin Powers, Mike Myers voiced oh, that, everyone.
1: That's, that's right. He did, he did, uh, he did. voiced like six people. Yep. That's like, something following they don't have the characters in family guy, yeah,
0: God, that's so much talent that talent just
1: I would just say a lot of effort, a lot of practice, mm-hmm. but a lot of work, <laughs> a right. lot of work,
0: oh, um, another person that had a movie like that was um Robin Williams, remember the bird catcher the bird catcher, I think that's what it's called the bird cage, the bird cage, that's what it is.
1: he played one person, I mean.
0: I thought he played two people,
1: no, he played one person. are you sure? yeah, he played the the gay uh gay bar owner yeah. or the gay strip club owner. that was it.
0: I haven't seen it in a while.
1: It's yeah, it's an older movie, but it's so funny. It's yeah. a really good movie.
0: He's a legend, I would say he's a legend
1: he is definitely a legend surely is missed it's that did when I figured out when he died a while ago
0: yeah I haven't like. I think I was a freshman, like early freshman year.
1: Yeah, that was a while. Yeah, A while ago. If you go back and watch his old stuff from like the late 70s early 80s, he was
0: he was hilarious. He, he was so earlier. funny.
1: You would see his, his if you see his stand up, he is hilarious. Yeah. His old stand up. Yeah. Anyways, rest in peace. Yeah, uh,
0: so you want to wrap this up?
1: Yeah, let's wrap it up. I got some stuff I got to take care of, too. All right, just busy guy. Well, I, I missed a phone call, and I've got people asking me questions that need answers.
0: Gosh, most important, most, um, most. Um, I can't remember what. You thinking really it? hard? The most interesting man in the world. So those gears are turning yeah, so hard. Those Turned gears in. were fucking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were moving. I could smell it from here. Okay, well, uh, we don't have any outro music, unfortunately. We're going to work on that. You know what I, what I wanted up doing is recording our own intro music and yeah. outro music. Because mm-hmm. we've got a couple of guitars. We can play decently well. But I, looking through non-royalty intro and outro music was kind of a pain in the butt. Because yeah. one, you do have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But also, it just didn't sound... I mean, a lot of what I found didn't sound what I wanted it to sound it's like. generic. Exactly. So what I want to do is grab our, our guitars, pull it my computer, throw some uh, effects on there. And play something i think it'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. but that'll be a, a project for another day yeah we can do that so thanks the, for joining in, yeah but in the meantime y'all have a, a good friday or of you may end up listening to this and uh you'll probably hear from us tomorrow on saturday
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right thanks for listening